It's Karen. This is Bonnie. Maybe it is. Maybe we've switched because people say they can't distinguish our voices. One, mine is clear as a bell. It doesn't <laughs> quaver. Um, Two, this- mine is super nasal, <laughs> at least when I listen back to it myself. <laughs> We're asking you to waste your time on us. And if you could rate <laughs> and write a review. Now, if you need me to tell you what that review should be because you're too lazy, <laughs> just send us an email at deconversiontherapypodcast at gmail. Um, and I'll write it for you. And you copy and paste. I don't care. Uh, but we That's really... not technically plagiarism when you're offering... That's to write it for somebody. No, it's not at all. That's script writing pro bono is what that is. So have you ever asked somebody for um, a recommendation and they tell you, all right, you just write it and I'll put it on my letterhead. You know, like uh, I, I want I, I was hoping you might come up with something that you thought was nice to say about me. I know. Uh, yeah. Crazy shithead. Yep. Man, we're anyway. starting off loving and kind today, but I'll tell you, we're recording this during one of the worst times in American history. So, you know. Yeah. Oh, and I told someone the other day, I, I said, you know, the whole America love it or leave it thing, I would love to leave it. I can't. Right. And their, their challenge to me was like, well, where else would you like to go? And I'm like, uh, seriously? Anywhere. <laughs> right. <laughs> Almost anywhere. <laughs> so I was watching, and it's still up, the Jeffrey Epstein thing on Netflix. Oh, uh, which, yes. by the way, uh, Bonnie and I grew up there. I saw uh, one of my dorms in one of the shots. But um, there's a girl that was terribly abused. Everything was terrible. But she moved to Spain. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I was totally envious it's right. Like, oh man, she has the best life. And then I remembered why she had to move to Spain. But um Right. Yeah. Don't you wonder if anybody who went to our school was part of that? Oh. I mean, there were plenty of people who came to school there because it was right on the beach and Yeah. Uh, although I don't think if they paid to go to school there, they probably needed the money that much. I don't know. But maybe they did. Yeah, there was a lot of, you know, people got sent to our Baptist college because the parents wanted to reform them or wanted to keep them in line. So we had a lot yeah, of... without putting in any effort. Yeah, yeah. That they just shipped them off. Here, I'm just going to throw money at it. Mm-hmm. Make her a responsible person. I don't want to have to, like... Raise her and deal with all of the possible drug addiction later in life. Can you fix this? Yeah, yeah. I remember when we were going there, or I was at one point, there was a girl who ended up working at Hooters. And that I mean, was me. <laughs> it was the <sighs> most scandalous thing. Like, I would look at her like, I, I can't get close to her. I'm going to be nice and, you know, smile at her, but I, you know, she's got a lot of uh, issues. She was probably... You know, what's funny is that segues perfectly and you don't even realize it into what we're going to talk about today. If it's Hooters Buffalo Shrimp Wings, I'm into it. (laughs) Although shrimp don't have wings. Okay. Um, Yes, the whole episode is Hooters (laughs) Buffalo Shrimp Wings. If I put that in our thing, it's going to get so many likes. Likes? (laughs) Man. No, but um, I wanted to touch on some of the bigger bullet points to uh, Jehovah's Witnesses. Um, and, and that is one of them, the, the Jehovah's witnesses, they do, or they strongly discourage you from making friends with anybody who's not part of their religion. Which is so interesting when we begin to learn about these things and we see it reflected in our mainstream religion, just in a Mm -hmm. different way. Like, you know. You can be friends with people, but don't 
Uh, Don't get too close. Right. They'll influence you and all that. But yeah, this is to preface before you get into it that Bonnie and I are now going to do an episode telling you everything about Jehovah's Witnesses. Um, no! And we started two days ago, so it's it's going to be accurate, it's going to be thorough, and probably... And we're not telling you everything at all. We're only... I'm trying to skim for the light and funny stuff that we can all enjoy. Can I have a witness? And part of this came from our awesome group that we have. It's a secret group, and people are waiting to get in, and Karen's in charge of letting people in uh, because I don't know how it works. I'm the gatekeeper. Well, I'll tell you, people want to get in, and then they don't answer the questions. All they need to say is, I'm a Christian, I'm not a Christian, I'm a Catholic, uh, you know, whatever, and then, yes, I will follow the rules. And oh, and it says yeah. And you only asked that you didn't even you're not even keeping score if people say I'm a Christian, not a Christian. It was just hey, answer a couple questions just to be alive. Exactly. And I do ask, have you listened to the podcast? Just to let them know it's a podcast. But right, plenty of people say no, and I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> Doesn't matter to me. Um, they must have a. a peaceful, nice life. But um, yeah, so it's called deconversion therapy. Just search for it and enter and meet friends. Yeah. So somebody, and I think we talked about this before, but somebody else got one of these letters from the Jehovah's Witness people. What do you mean? And it's it's handwritten, mm-hmm. but it's not in like a ballpark 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 Franks. They plump when you cook them. It's not written in a ballpoint pen. It's written with an ink pen. Oh, and fancy. it's um, on a piece of notebook paper that has three hole punch in it, but it's been perforated and torn out. Okay. So. Um, somebody else on the group got one of these and posted it and I had gotten one too. So I thought, well, let's, let's, you know, see what that's all about. So, and it doesn't say who they are. It just gives a return address and I look it up and it's like Kingdom Hall, Mm -hmm. uh, which is one of their meeting places here locally. All their meeting places are called Kingdom Halls. Wait, so you got one? Did I miss? I got one. Nope, I'm going to send it to you. Okay. It's it's super, I mean, it's it's a boring letter. Um, and there was a tract in there, which I've thrown out. Uh, dear what neighbor. If, what if you threw a tract in the garbage can and then the garbage caught fire? That would be it good. It would be like the show The Good Place. Yeah, which <laughs> I didn't get into as much as other people did. But anywho. Oh. I'm not into it as much, but I'm certainly enjoying it more than some things. Um, <laughs> dear neighbor, we are <laughs> dear neighbor, we are writing because we have not been able to speak with you personally, but have an important message to share. Not been able to speak with you personally. Although I wrote this five weeks ago. Right. <laughs> yeah, and personally, uh, but I'm gonna call you neighbor. Uh All of us depend on the government to provide a variety of useful things like roads, schools, and law enforcement. But who can really say, in whichever land they reside, that their government is capable of solving all of their problems and providing everything they need? I can say it. They aren't. We know this. It's just... (laughs) I can say my government does not. Right. (laughs) Efforts. The enclosed tract highlights some of the benefits promised under God's kingdom or government. I hope you enjoy it. Sincerely, and then he signs his name. Did they they put Um, enjoy in in quotation marks? No, but they put an exclamation point. Oh, then it's true. (laughs) So, yeah, so we can post that because it looks handwritten, and I think it is because I couldn't find any repetition of the same exact font of like the letter R throughout. Right, right. They're all different. But maybe it's a nice uh, copy that they somehow crank out on what looks like notebook paper. Well, churches have done that. They did it about two years ago and they did a bunch of postcards and all they do is like have a little lock-in party and everyone just mm-hmm. write them 
and then they go through the phone book or whatever and send them out. But um, (laughs) phone book, somebody (laughs) in the phone book. Um, So, um, oh, I will. I'll tell you where that came from, because I realize that that is a very obscure joke. A friend of mine has the covid virus. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not it's not. I asked her on a scale of one to ten where she was feeling, and she's like between five and six, depending on time of day. But she posted something about the statistics in her county in Chicago, and it said one female thirties, and she was like me. I'm famous. I'm famous. I'm famous. Which is a reference to the movie The Jerk when he appears in the phone book. And he's like, I'm somebody. I'm in the phone book. That's right. Anyway. Did I? Hey, kids, phone books used to be these stupid things that were published and distributed. (laughs) So when I was in missionary school in Australia, we had Mm -hmm. a movie night and I picked The Jerk for everyone to watch. (laughs) Totally forgetting every single inappropriate part two. <laughs> so I love that. Uh, yeah. Well and nobody stopped you, so Oh after I, mean, we I guess were... it wasn't on a list. Right. They they weren't organized enough to have any kind right. of list. But yeah. So afterwards we're gonna have a discussion on the inappropriate material in the movie The Jerk. And then we're gonna pray for Karen and cast yeah. out movie demons. Okay. Uh, well um Okay, so, all right, so one of our people on the Facebook group said they had received this handwritten letter. They posted it, so I can post mine, too. Um, uh, So one of the big responsibilities of the Jehovah's Witness people, uh, one of their responsibilities is door-to-door witnessing. Mm -hmm. It's right in there in the name. (laughs) Yeah. The W. Uh, They distribute materials. So they have tracts. And they have something called the Watchtower. That's their monthly magazine. Yeah. It seems like everybody's heard of that. Then there's also something called Awake! Exclamation point. And that is their companion magazine. And that publishes every four months. Is that one edgy? <laughs> you know, I really didn't pay attention enough because I wanted to talk about more funny things. Yeah. Um, but I will say that somewhere along the line, I read it, something that said... Um, that Watchtower and Awake are the most widely distributed magazines in the world. And then why it is, occurred to me. Why is that a uh, a promotional thing? Like, not, Well, don't you want to say, well, just because you distribute it doesn't mean anyone's reading right, it. Right, right. Doesn't say widely read. Doesn't say <laughs> anything. Right. Yeah. That's like when we get uh, inquiries to take an ad out they give us their distribution numbers i'm like i'm sorry (laughs) this doesn't count for anything (laughs) anyhow um so the big bullet points that i thought would be fun for us to talk about of the of the religion there are more um but they are boring the (laughs) big ones are they get to refuse to participate in military service yeah I can kind of be down with that. Mm-hmm. Um, refusing blood transfusions. I'd like to talk about that further whenever you want to. <laughs> yep. And guess who it's rumored refused one. We'll get into that. Um, or maybe we should get into it now. Uh, apparently, when he was growing up, he was not a Jehovah's Witness. But after his mother died, Prince converted. I know. Yeah, and he needed some operation on his hip, but he didn't want to have it done because he was going to have to have a blood transfusion as part of the surgery. Right. Prince! I know. And, you know, he ended up afterwards, and I mean, I love Prince, but um, after he converted, he wouldn't associate with his friends who are gay anymore. And I think. Well, did he did he take Darling Nikki off the rotation from his catalog of music? Who was? Yeah. Did he? 
Oh, no, but oh. did he? I'm asking. Like, really? Well, what'd you do about people who wanted to hear a song about a girl masturbating? Right. No. Right. Wrong. I mean, <laughs> let's just say Purple Rain should just be thrown out because Apollonia <laughs> became a Christian and Prince became a Jehovah's Witness. Um but the blood transfusion thing, did you read about where in the Bible and how they came up with that? No, but why would they pick that one? So I guess you know. I found that one out. In the Bible, it says something that lots of Jewish people still follow, that um, you shouldn't eat any blood of the animal. So, you know, that's why there's kosher butchering for animals for Jewish people. So they somehow finagle and do all those mental gymnastics to say that verse means uh, not taking the blood of another person. Although, of course, it says eating it. But yeah, that's how they get that. (laughs) And how dangerous it is and people die and kids die. It's crazy. Wait, are you saying that it's dangerous to have a transfusion or if you don't? Don't. Right. Yeah. So I suppose the only asterisk next to it is if you get the <laughs> if you get whatever happens from the inside of a Catholic's body after they drink the wine at communion cuz then it's Christ's blood and it's okay. <laughs> right. Anyhow, sorry. Um, Okay, so the other bullet point is no celebrating anything like Christmas, Mm -hmm. Easter, or birthdays. Yeah. Now, I can understand that they originally said, oh, Christmas and Easter, those uh, we consider to have pagan origins, but birthdays? Yeah. So my daughter had one of her little best friends in elementary school was Jehovah's Witness. And first of all, when the mothers volunteered, barely any fathers, making things for the classroom and like say around Christmas, there would be a wall display and all the kids would have their names inside Christmas ornaments that you cut out. Mm -hmm. For her, we just had to make a circle. (laughs) and then like anything like that but every time someone celebrated a birthday she would have to go somewhere else and sit by herself and she you know she couldn't come to my daughter's birthday parties or anything like that so yeah well so I suppose we could pop into what I was really excited to share with you. Okay. Okay. On that note, and I think those were only the, oh, uh, well, here, here's a little bit more background. If you leave the church, you disassociate. And if you disassociate, members are told to shun you. Right. If you're kicked out, you're disfellowshipped. Okay. And somehow I read somewhere that if you disassociate, it's worse because then you're, you know, refusing God. Oh, yeah. And if you're disfellowshipped, you can get back in okay. <laughs> Right. So, um, all right. So, one of your favorites growing up was a Jehovah's Witness. Michael Jackson. Oh, I know. Disassociated with them. He did? In 1987. What? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and you know... If you're supposed to shun the person who disassociated, I do not think Michael's mother did that because I do not think that she would disassociate herself from somebody who's so super fancy <laughs> as Michael Jackson. Right. Um, so the Jehovah's Witnesses criticized his worldliness. Wow. So if you remember back in 1984... Um, the thriller video. Yeah. In the video, he turns into a monster. So the Jehovah's Witnesses said it encouraged the beliefs uh, of the occult. Okay. Because that's the only thing he had to worry about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he took a lot of shit from them for making the thriller video. I didn't know that. 
Yeah. So then here's something from the Awake exclamation point magazine. Um, this is a quote. In another popular video, Thriller, the performer is seen to transform first into a quote-unquote cat person, <laughs> then a dancing quote-unquote monster. Evidently not wanting viewers to conclude that it promoted spiritism, the film begins with the disclaimer. Due to my strong personal convictions, I wish to stress that this film in no way endorses a belief in the occult. Michael Jackson. I remember that. Because... Really? Yeah. I watched that a million times because for the youngins here, MTV would, you know, just be playing that almost every two hours. Right. Yeah. Oh, they had a world premiere. Yeah. Of a video. It was a big to-do. I remember my mother bought the album and... I would go in, because she owned it, into her white and chrome bedroom. My mom was, like, very designy and artsy. And put the Thriller album on and then look at the wall of mirrors that she had and do the dance. <laughs> well, um, so, so let's see. What else did he say? Uh, Okay, so nevertheless, it was so realistic that some who saw it admitted that they were horrified at first. What was this short film intended to convey? And how does the performer Michael Jackson feel about it looking back? Here's what he said. I would never do it again, says Jackson. I just intended to do a good, fun, short film, not to purposely bring to the screen something to scare people or to do anything bad. I want to do what's right. I would never do anything like that again. Why not? Because a lot of people were offended by it, he says. That makes me feel bad. I don't want them to feel that way. I realize now that it wasn't a good idea. I'll never do a video like that again, he continues. In fact, I have blocked further distribution of the film over which I have control, including its release in some other countries. Wow. There's all kind of promotional stuff being proposed on Thriller, but I tell them, no, no, no. I don't want to do anything on Thriller. No more Thriller. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. And then, okay, so that's that's that part. <laughs> so I guess when Prince converted, he threw away his ass-cheek pants. <laughs> wow. Maybe he just put them in a... Drawer. Or sewed asses onto it. <laughs> um, so later in 1984, during what I think you saw, the much publicized Victory Tour was fabulous. That- Miami Music Bowl, wonderful. Yeah, arrived in a helicopter. Great. Okay. Well, you didn't. Don't don't have to say that. <laughs> Let people think what they're gonna think. I arrived by Toyota Crescent. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Automatic seatbelts that would go over. Okay. Uh, let's see. Okay, so during this much-publicized victory tour by Jackson and his performer brothers, the singer was reported to have done some door-to-door witnessing in Dallas and Birmingham, Alabama. Wow. He wore a dark hat, gray suit, and drooping mustache. <laughs> White face. While distributing and, literature. And one glove. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like four of them show up and there's one who's like extra skinny <laughs> we want with, his little, with his little ringlet curls. <laughs> Uh, I got the guidepost for you. Oh, my God. And Prince did the same. Can you imagine Prince coming up to your door? Uh, And there are more. No, no, I I can't. (laughs) Um, There was uh, somebody, oh, in LaToya's book, I believe it is, uh, he also (laughs) apparently used to um, put on a fat suit. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yep. He says, uh, I don't do as much now because I'm busy. (laughs) He says, you go door to door. I wear a fat suit, pop bottle glasses, mustache, buck teeth, and like an Afro wig. Oh, my God. Knock on the door and say, we're Jehovah's Witnesses. (laughs) 
<laughs> and what we're about is the truth. Because that's, that's what right. they're called is the truth. Oh my God. So so here's where I wanted to show you some video that uh, we'll put the link in, hopefully. I, but I, oh man. Because, um, so he left, he left Jehovah's Witnesses. And, and after he's gone, it took her about five years to convince him. But who organizes his first Christmas celebration but Elizabeth Taylor? Oh, yeah. Of That's course. Right. They were super friendly. So, so I wonder, guess what there is. Why did There's he home leave? video of it. Oh, okay. So that's what I wanted you to watch. And then we can discuss it as I give a little bit of a description about it. We can reenact it. Well, I think it would be good for you to see it because it, you'll be able to remember things that I... I watched this thing about three times. Okay. And parts of it I had to rewind because I was like, I wanted to write that down, but I was so engrossed in watching it. Yeah. All right. So um, let's see. All right. So I just... Okay. So (laughs) I just watched... A video that Bonnie sent me of Michael Jackson having his first Christmas done by Liz Taylor. But first of all, his entire house was decorated in these damn little tinkle bells of everything. You know, I guess little mechanical Christmassy things plugged in everywhere. Yeah, and I watched a longer version of that where it said it. she had spent the whole night before Christmas, doing this as a surprise for him. So he's sleeping in his bedroom (laughs) right there, and he has no clue that they're doing all this stuff? Apparently so. Okay. And Um, this is when... So this was was, uh, like five years after he de... What's the word I said? Minished. uh, (laughs) He de... Left. Disassociated. Okay. So five years after uh, they recorded these home videos, and uh, of course, as you would, um, and thank God they did because this was just fantastic footage. There's Elizabeth Taylor the night before talking about decorating the house and the whole thing has got behind them this sound of every tink tonk tink tonk <laughs> yeah. uh, like christmas christmas toy that's this metallic type of 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 music but it's a million different ones that don't go together and they're all in different keys so it sounds like a horrible bad bad version of a toy store or like a haunted video where something's going to happen yeah. which it does but i bet this is the era when music box company was still a store in the mall and liz <laughs> went in and said give me all the christmas ones yeah i think she wanted it to sound like an fao schwartz but uh, she it, it, uh, they just don't go together <laughs> It's it's like when you walk into a department store and all the different perfumes together, you're like, I know there's supposed to be a perfume here I like, but this is just a cloud of of smell. Right. Um, it was just like a cloud of sound. So she's in so she's on the sofa at his house and she says, I can't see Christmas without Michael or Michael without Christmas, because Christmas is a celebration of love. So she convinced him to celebrate Christmas. So she's in front of the camera, all made up with the black eyeliner and the black hair. And diamonds. And <laughs> diamonds. And her little white dog, who's a Maltese, behind her on the sofa. Um so so she's sitting there, and don't you sometimes wonder, like, what do dogs of celebrities think of so much activity around them all the time? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't, Just... but I do now. <laughs> so, uh, so then, let's see, it cuts from her showing what she's set up for him, and then she's wearing something with giant fur, <laughs> um, like what looked like 
swimming noodles, uh, <laughs> but they're fur coated on each side of her shoulder. And her hair is like, I don't know if you guys remember what it was like back then, but it was sprayed and teased and big dynasty. and curled under. Very dynasty. Yeah. Yep. So she's telling us what she's done. Great. So then it's the next morning and he's at this point narrating and <laughs> um, uh, so they cut to Michael and he's stone faced and it's when he had just started with the surgery and the skin lightening and the tiny nose and the little tiny pieces of hair coming down right. underneath the hat. And he, and I don't know if it was intentional that he said it this way, but it was just funny. He goes, I had no idea she was planning this. This was a real surprise. <laughs> I know. I was like, this is not going to be good. And the thing, so, did you notice that his lips wouldn't touch? Sure. Because yeah, he'd had so much ploofing. It was, yeah, it was fresh. <laughs> um and, uh, oh, because he had had, like, permanent lipstick put on. Oh, had he? Yeah. At that point, because they were very pink. Um, so, so you can't also tell in his house what was regular, crazy Neverland decoration and what had been jazzed up for Christmas. Yeah. It looked like there was, like, very plain. Like, it just had a wall of brick and then, <laughs> like, old lady uh, upholstered furniture. Yeah. Um, so, all right. So the camera's following them, and they go down this hallway. And on the uh, on the voiceover, Michael says, "Okay, she's going down the hallway to my bedroom, and I'm not easy to wake up." And so she's knocking on the door, <laughs> knocking on the door. And then there's a quick cut to where, and of course, I guess he finally gets up, and and she's got her dog behind her in the hallway. Mm -hmm. <laughs> His comment is the best. <laughs> she know I don't like that dog because I'm afraid of dogs. <laughs> They're little, but they bite. I mean, he has got so many. Oh, man. But the other funny thing is he comes out in, like, red silky pajamas carrying right. a hat. Carrying it. Sure. And I'm like, why do you? Carrying it. What? Why are you like? I'm. I'm gonna grab a hat. Not. I'm gonna grab day clothes. I'm grabbing a hat. So, and you know, then you see why in the next scene he's unwrapping the gifts and he's wearing the hat. Yeah. Yep. But but the hair is coming down like right in front of his eyes. Yeah. Yeah. And he looks great, but she's got no makeup on and comments on it. So. Oh, she looks like um, a hungover Stockard Channing. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, which I think is always a beautiful thing, personally. Um, oh, okay. So he's opening the toys. Oh, wait, and in the middle of there. opening his gift. Stop there. What? So, repeat that sentence. <laughs> That's it. All right. So, it's toys. So tell them what they open. They over and over. Over and over new super soaker water guns. And yep. they're machine water they're guns. Giddy. They're so excited about it. And every time she presents him with a new gift, he opens it and it's another super soaker. And he's like, it's a super soaker. Oh my God. And he, he makes the fist pump. And then in another video that I didn't send you because it would have been a lot to watch, he says, The joke of that is if you come to Neverland, you are bound to get wet. And so I guess it's just that's what they do at Neverland. They shoot water that guns. That sounds so different once you know things. But I know. Uh. So, uh, so they they show the super soakers, and then he says, and this makes me so sad. He was excited, but felt guilty because he was raised not to celebrate Christmas. And at one point, he went into the bathroom later and cried because he felt guilty. Yeah, yeah. That's what brainwashing does to you. So, um, so there's the other version of this where she showed up at the ranch with a giant elephant for him, oh. a real one. <laughs> and you either get a five dollar water gun or an elephant or an elephant. So, um, but coming off the heels of him saying he's afraid of dogs, he's fine with the elephant. Right. Well, he can keep his eye on that. Yeah, I guess so. He can outrun the elephant. <laughs> Not the Maltese. <laughs> so there you go. That was, um, 
I thought that that was, it's just crazy that in our society we can watch that on video. Yeah, yeah, that we can we see all that old stuff. So that's what, you know, I knew Michael Jackson was one. I didn't know he disassociated, which I'm fascinated to find out about. But did you get the list of other celebrities who were Jehovah's Witnesses? Yeah, and I have a little bit to say about one of them. Okay. So, yeah, I was looking up all the other celebrities who did it, and I guess I was just more stuck on Prince. I was <laughs> baffled. Uh, I'm trying to remember who the other ones were, though. Okay, um, so there's Naomi Campbell, and and some oh. of these might have grown up like that. Exactly. But yeah. Prince decided as an adult. Which is Interesting. Didn't he say that people came to his house? I th- I think he might be the only person <laughs> who can to ever answer the door. <laughs> yeah. How did they get into his house? Like, there's a gate. He must have been lonely. No, I know what it was. It wasn't that. It was um, it was a guitarist for Sly and the Family Stone. Oh, who talked to him? Yeah, Larry, somebody whose last name I can't remember right now. Right. Um, yeah, who he was friends with. Yeah. So. And let's see. There was Terrence Howard. He dipped in and out of it. And I'm trying to think. He said something funny or crazy. But, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's that. And there, uh, there's uh, a white supermodel. And I say white because that seems to be unusual in a lot of things that we hear, although I watched some videos and a majority of the people were white, but it seems like... The ones who got famous seem to be black. Right. And I looked up the demographics from a Pew Research study, and so um, it said it's one of the most ethnically diverse religious groups in America. So um, 36% are white, 32% are Hispanic, 27% are black, and 6% are another race or mixed race. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and most of them, it's funny you would say that before, um, roughly two-thirds are women, while only 35% are men. Hmm. Yeah, because there's a... (laughs) There are a lot of restrictions men aren't down with. <laughs> <laughs> right. They, yeah. Uh, um, oh, so I'm Naomi tra- Campbell, we said that. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Glover. Donald Glover. Donald Glover. Oh, Donald. <laughs> Donald. Um Oh, but this is funny. Okay, so it says Jehovah's Witnesses have a low retention rate relative to other U.S. religious groups. I bet. Yeah. Um, among all U.S. adults who are raised as Jehovah's Witnesses, two thirds no longer identify with the group. By wow. contrast, about two thirds of those who are raised evangelical Protestants and Mormons still say they are members of those respective groups. Um, Yeah, I was watching some video and a few of, you know, it was like this girl and why she left. And she was like saying how she was always ostracized at school, although she was a Christian and a lot of others were Christians, but they didn't consider her, of course, a Christian. I mean, we never would have said a Jehovah's Witness was a Christian. We didn't believe Catholics were Christians. Yeah, so. and they were the same way. If you didn't get baptized with them, it didn't count. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. I love that. It doesn't count. <laughs> nope. Got to do it again. Um, okay, so one of the other ones of uh, uh, Jehovah's Witness who are famous is none other than Serena Williams. That surprised me. I mean, I think I knew, but yeah. So what do you know about her? Because I think she might break some of them restrictions. (laughs) Yeah. You think? Why haven't they disassociated her or thrown her out? Yeah. I think she just, I think she uh, she was brought up in the faith, um, and let's see. Okay, recently it came to light because 
she has a baby and the baby was about to turn one. And somebody said, oh, how are you going to celebrate your daughter's birthday? And she said, we don't celebrate birthdays because we're Jehovah's Witnesses. So, so I wonder if what they do when they receive gifts for birthdays, so, you know, I do not know. And, and, you know, she had a, she had a baby shower. So did they not do any baby gifts? Are they allowed to have baby showers? I don't know. I don't know. But, um, so, so I look at it two ways. First of all, as a tennis enthusiast myself. (laughs) I don't care for Serena Williams, and it's her attitude that I don't like. <laughs> oh, man, here we go. That's right. Yeah. So um, uh, so she, she's been around a long time. She has. And she's had time to grow and mature, and sometimes she's done it. Um, so the, um, there was a very famous incident in 2009. She's about to be... She's about to lose the match to Kim uh-huh. Kleisters. And the lines person called a foot fault on her. And that's when you touch the line when you're serving with your foot because mm-hmm. you're supposed to stay behind that. And it's kind of one of those that they don't really call all the time. And it's kind of an unwritten rule that you don't call those those faults when it's a big, big point. Right. But the lines person did, and she just went off on this person, <laughs> this poor woman, cursing at her and um, uh, using foul language. And she had already gotten in trouble earlier in the match for smashing her racket. So the rule right. is if you do something that's in violation that seriously twice, then you lose the point. So, right. so they're at the end of the match, and she gets in trouble because she's firing off foul language at this lines person, and she loses the whole match because of it. I remember that. Yeah. I loved the way you were saying this with such glee, glee. in your voice. <laughs> because she did the same thing 10 years later. Right. Like, hello, the only thing she learned from 2009, 10 years later, is to not use profanity. And she's proud yeah. of that. And it's in some ways I'm like, wow. I guess that that is a nice thing to learn. And I I wonder if she didn't have that as uh, an upbringing, if she would have just been even a more horrific human being to other people and on the court. Um, Well, and here, but here's what she says about it. Um, uh, Okay. She says, what bothered me most was that I was representing my religion. She later says of the foot fault kerfuffle. (laughs) (laughs) Um, that rather comprehensively addressed her religion. I just felt like anyone who knew I was a witness was stumbled, your favorite word. And I really don't want to stumble anybody. The church elders had to have a talk with me. Isn't that crazy? They had a talk with her. Well, supposedly, you know, she is getting off. There's some leeway there. There is some leeway there because she had a baby inside her at the Australian Open before she got married. I know. And I saw her saying when I was researching, like, my religion, we don't believe in cohabitating before marriage. So we didn't. I'm like, well, we still (laughs) did the dingly dangly. Um, We didn't cohabitate. We got together at a hotel room. Right. And I think there's a real thing in dressing modestly, which as a tennis player, yeah, as a tennis player, she she does not. Right. She goes out of her way to really push fashion, which summer hits, summer real big misses. But she wore a cat suit, a cat suit at the French Open. And even the people in France were like, those are banned. We don't yeah. want your cat suit. <laughs> yeah, so I, I always was amazed that she and her sister wear those thick hoop earrings while playing. I'm like, you are going to disfigure your earlobes. It's very stressful. If something caught on there, 
Oh, yeah, that's right. A friend of uh, no, uh, one of my daughter's teachers. She had her earring pulled out when she was younger. Oh my! And God. then she could make it move. Stop for it. The students. <laughs> The fact that she could is one thing. The fact that she did is a different. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So um, uh, that's but all I've got. But <laughs> supposedly the, the Serena and um, Venus would go door to door when they were little with their mom. Yeah. And, you know, the funny thing is now that, you know, I've read the Bible backwards and forwards because that's... That's how to create an atheist that I don't get any of those knocks on my door because I would be like, let's come inside. What do you mean? You would invite them inside and then you would try to flip it on them? Yeah. Wow. Tit for tat, man. If they're coming (laughs) to my door, I would do it very nicely and I would ask questions. Tit for tat, man. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, these people are brainwashed and they are kept. And so to get on the bad side, I was looking up Jehovah's Witness stuff. And of course, I go down my dark route because I look at videos and I'm like, ooh, that one leads to this one, which leads to a forensic files <laughs> episode where um, mainly this guy ended up killing his whole family because uh, he, there was like shame in the church situation because he'd been lying or whatever. And so, you know, these people, there's memos and stuff where they've hidden abuse for ages, uh, tons of things like that, because it's a cloistered in a way religious thing. Yep. Um, And we, uh, I was just trying to talk about the things that would make my friend Karen laugh. I know, I know. But, you know, I have safety when I watch these crime dramas because everything horrible that's going on might not get solved in the world. And so it's relaxing for me to go like, oh, he was caught and he was put in jail. Yeah, you mean on the fictionalized ones? Yeah. Yeah, because in the real world, it's just vague and it ends when the time is done. And it's, exactly. Uh, um, and justice is rarely served. But I yeah. found some other good videos, and some were, let me find them. Just if anyone is thinking about leaving or has been in the Jehovah's Witness doodly do, there is someone named Jesus. <laughs> well, uh, Talking about that, when I look up videos, I'm like, oh, that's a good title. And it's all the Christian perspective of how Jehovah's Witnesses are wrong. Oh, like, boy. oh man. Um, <laughs> but there's a guy named John Cedars who's an ex-JW and has a YouTube channel. And he just goes through things weekly. So supposedly there's now a Jehovah's Witnesses, quote, TV show. Oh, I did see him. Is he the British one? Yes. Yeah, I fell asleep listening to that last night because I just liked his voice. Yeah, yeah. And he's really smart. I thought he was an Aussie, but I don't know. But, um, yeah, the the JWTV show, he's like, it's so bland. It's so (laughs) terrible. But he showed clips from it, and it just seems terrible but there's one like old white man who's like you know what kids i was very lucky to you know be a jehovah's witness from very young and dedicating my life to it so i didn't need to go to college because they're really down on people going to college i didn't realize that and they don't encourage you to vote because they are apolitical Right. They're total pacifists, which pacifists, um, which, I mean, you know, you could actually be a better pacifist by voting for (laughs) people who will try and make pacifist legislation. I wonder if voting and (laughs) never mind. 
What? <laughs> just, I'm just thinking, like, how do they really consider voting? Is it as forbidden as oral sex? <laughs> you know, do they have a hierarchy of things they can't do? I'm I. I don't know. That They're going to go cry in the bathroom when they celebrate Christmas. That or made me do. so sad for him because that was his reality. He believed that enough to cry. I know. There's, and now we're getting into difficult. Uh, yes. So that's when we should say wrap it up. <laughs> Have a great week. Watch that video. If nothing else, it's interesting to hear her voice because she does not sound sober. And it's the morning of Christmas. Well, she got a little bit of um, Ooch. Nagasaki, which I just watched in an office video. Eggnog, Eggnog. and <laughs> And then, but I was going to say, yeah, you can follow John Cedars. Uh, I think his name is also Lloyd Evans. Very confused. What? Don't understand. I know. But there is an ex-Jehovah's Witness Reddit group that I hear is very helpful and supportive and all those things. So Yeah, because it can... would be crappy to be disassociated. Yeah, for sure. Very lonely. Uh, just like a lot of people who did just mainstream church and are writing us every week saying, I've lost all my friends. So we didn't have disassociation officially. It's just people stop talking to you. So, yeah, we didn't have it officially. But then again, you're like, well, where where are you going to go and hang out? Do you want to go to the movies? Mm, no, I'm going to go to Bennigan's after church. Everyone have a great week. Send us your funny, crazy stories. We've gotten some XJW ones, but we would always love more. 